welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we don't always know what we're talking about, or we're not always right, but we have a heck of a good time talking about it. <laughs> With me, as always, is Jennifer. Hey, everybody. And she has a cruise that has been postponed because of COVID, what, a couple months ago? Uh, it was first postponed in uh, April 2020, obviously. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My sister looked at me in February 2019. Mm -hmm. She says, Jennifer, if we're going to book this cruise, we just have to do it. We just have to do it. Take the chance, Jennifer. Yeah. I was at a completely different job than, mm -hmm. than I am now or was in 2020 or the beginning of 2020. And I said, I don't know what my life's going to look like. How can I book a cruise? And she said, we just have to take the chance. So a year later, after we took the chance, mm -hmm. um, it started with my job saying, um, you have to quarantine for two weeks after you go. And then, of course, by April 2020, everything was shut down. And Could I give you some advice? <laughs> if your sister ever comes to you and says, Jennifer, <laughs> let's take that timeshare, what could go wrong? <laughs> I wouldn't take it. Or she starts trying to sell me knives, right? Yeah, yeah. Any I was trying not to be gruesome. <laughs> Timeshare was the best I could come up with. Timeshare, any, any of those MLMs. But you rescheduled but in your new cruise. So we rescheduled. Is, the yeah. new cruise was June 2021. Oh, I didn't realize it got rescheduled twice. Yes. Okay. So we rescheduled for, for June 2021, which was also Well, obviously canceled. it had to have been rescheduled because you didn't go anywhere. No, I did not. I didn't not. even realize. I did not. You were uh, here with me. Probably. I, I was probably here with you. So when is it? When's the new one? Um, March twenty twenty two. It's actually mm. we leave two days before my birthday, so I'm okay. supposed to be in Mexico uh -huh. on my birthday next year. Hmm. Well, we might be on the gamma variant then, so I don't know if it will actually happen. Yeah, yeah. At at this point, I'm not. I'm not hopeful. But the reason we bring it up is because you found two articles about Norwegian Cruise Line. So obviously, there's a point in the entire story. Yes. Obviously, I'm very invested in what's going on in the cruise line industry. Um, probably the first industry I've ever been this invested in. <laughs> and if it keeps going south, they'll have to sell all the ships and you won't have any cruise at all. I Listen, I said that by the time I get, because every time I rebook the cruise, the prices mm -hmm. go up. Right. Which, that's a whole other rant for a different video. But... By the time I actually get to go on the cruise, I could own one of the ships. I could just have the private ship. Could you imagine they file for bankruptcy and then they have to lower the price to sell these ships and you can buy for like, I don't know, a thousand bucks? I could buy it with the price of my cruise. Then you can I get it on offer up. You just get this cruise ship <laughs> on offer up. I just need, I just need the cruise to have, it's my first cruise too. And this is like the vacation I've always wanted to mm -hmm. go on. And well, if your sister says cross your fingers, don't do it. I listen. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Norwegian Cruise Line, um, which I will go ahead and say is not who we're booked with. Um, They're suing Florida over its law blocking vaccine passports. Mm. Now the company says it won't sail from the state until the law is canceled. Now, Again. am I correct in saying that Norwegian Cruise Line is the only... Um, cruise, cruise industry or cruise company, I guess you would say, mm -hmm. the only cruise company that is requiring vaccine passports, which is why they are specifically suing rather than, I don't know, the other, Carnival and the other ones. I would say 
if they are mm-hmm. um well they are because i know the line i'm going with and several other of the lines they're only required if you're vaccinated awesome mm-hmm. um you show proof of that and a lot of them are even saying you don't have to be tested mm-hmm. that may change with you know everything going on right um but no if not you have to get tested i think it's three days before and then at the terminal mm-hmm. so if your result comes back while you're on the cruise you like get quarantined hmm. so okay um but i feel like norwegian cruise line probably has the best advantage of doing this because i don't know how many sailings they actually have like to the caribbean and like to the bahamas right because some of those countries are still closed off well just because they don't have to sail from our ports here in florida they have way more ports i feel like for their cruises than than this one so they can say listen we're not going to sail from your ports Mm -hmm. um and not be hurt by that whereas like carnival um disney Mm -hmm. a lot of the other ones they primarily sell from miami or oh i didn't know that i did read that um if florida doesn't open back up that they might just switch over and and sail out of california so that might be the what they're kind of going yeah for. maybe i think they have a san diego port or something like that so um anyway we'll continue with the article so norwegian cruise lines wrangling with the state of florida i like that word in a u.s district federal court the company sued the state over its anti-vaccine anchor with the state of florida and their district Just, court battle i like wrangling because it wrangling? makes me think of like wrangling an alligator or something okay we've so. got plenty of those um, Norwegian requires all staff and customers to show proof of immunity and be vaccinated. Hmm. Um, Norwegian Cruise Line asked a federal judge on Friday to challenge Florida's vaccine passport ban due to the cruise company's own vaccine passport policy, adding that it would refuse to sail out from Miami until the state's law is changed. See, do they only sell out of Miami as well? They don't even sail from Port Canaveral, which is like one of the largest... Um, and it's getting bigger. They're building more for, for Disney. So, um, according to Reuters, lawyers for the company said the law Governor DeSanta, Ron DeSantis signed was enacted to score political points. Florida's anti-vaccine passport law disallows government entities, private businesses, or schools from requiring proof of COVID-19 immunity. Under the law and as things stand in the legal challenge, Mounted by Norwegian Cruise Line, if they enforce vaccine documentation, the company could be fined $5,000 for each passenger who is turned away for lacking proof of immunity. And I hope they give that back to the passenger who just spent all that money. So, if they... Okay, so if Norwegian Cruise Lines asks a passenger to show proof of vaccination... And they can't. Norwegian Cruise is fined Mm $5,000. Per passenger. Per passenger. That they turn away. And you hope that they give it to the passenger. Uh, they wouldn't, but yeah, I, I would hope they did because I would just you go. You just lost your money. I think you could take advantage of that pretty quick. It's like, oh, I was turned away by a Norwegian cruise. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Five times, actually. Uh, so a Norwegian cruise line ship is scheduled to sail out of Miami on August 15th, ooh, mm-hmm. next week. According to Reuters at a Friday hearing, U.S. District Judge Kathleen Williams questioned Florida's lawyer asking why lawmakers did not ban companies for mandating vaccines for workers. Have any companies actually mandated vaccines? Have companies mandated vaccines? Yeah. I don't think... In Florida? Or just in the U.S.? In in the U.S. In the U.S., yes. I know uh, a lot of hospitals have. Mm. I know um, a lot of companies have. I can't name any off Mm. the top of my head. That's okay. 
Um, don't you think it's odd the statute doesn't worry about discrimination of state employees who are here in Florida, but is focused on patrons of a business who, in this case, are sailing away to other ports of call? Williams said, Florida has dealt with sharp increase in COVID-19 cases over the past weeks with hospitalizations hitting record levels. Simply stated, NCLH cannot sail as planned unless and until Florida's ban gives way. Or you could change your policy. Ah, just uh, an update here. Uh, companies that require vaccination. Okay. I have a list from the Los Angeles Times. Cisco, DoorDash, Facebook, Frontier Airlines, Google, Hollywood Workers, Tyson Foods, United Airlines, Walgreens, Walt Disney Company, Walmart, The Washington Post. And that's Walt Disney did just announce that they were making all of them. And they New York has also them. said that, you know, you'll have to have proof of vaccination for, I don't know, to get into certain places. Mm, yeah, but we know that's being challenged anyway. all over the place. Um, one anomalous, misguided intrusion threatens to spoil NCLH's careful planning and force it to cancel or hobby, hobble upcoming cruises, thereby imperiling and impairing passengers' experiences and inflicting irreparable harm of vast dimensions, the legal team added. Norwegian Cruise Line, as well as other companies, shut down cruise operations in March 2020. Yeah, yeah, we know. Following multiple COVID-19 outbreaks and after a no-sale order implemented by the CDC. On August 7th, Norwegian's a first, first post-shutdown cruise will leave from Seattle's port heading to Alaska. Norwegian's policy, articulated in their suit against Florida and confirmed to the CDC, is that 100% of customers and staff must be vaccinated and show proof of vaccination. Our policy of 100% vaccinations coupled with pre-boarding testing of guests and routine testing of crew is in place without issue in the nearly 500 ports we sail to and from around the world, except Florida ports, CEO Frank Del Rio said on an earnings call, according to Reuters. So they're not completely out of luck. No, I, they're, I mean, like I said, I think Norwegian, I don't even think they sail except like maybe one ship from mm -hmm. Miami. So they're fine. Again, right. unlike Carnival, um, Royal Caribbean, who do primarily those, those southern ports of call. So. so I wrote something for a class on this. And I mentioned it. When you mentioned the articles, I, mm -hmm. I pulled it up. So I, I wrote it from two perspectives. Because there's, to me, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's another way to look at it. That's what we're here for. There's a rationale to having the vaccine mandates, and there's a rationale for not having the vaccine mandates. Absolutely. So I'll read what I wrote. Okay. So there are two perspectives when it comes to Norwegian Cruise Line's decision to, to mandate vaccines. First, by requiring proof of vaccination, they're limiting the number of prospective customers. After all, individuals who are not vaccinated and do not want to receive the vaccination would be the most likely customers due to a decreased concern for COVID. Right? If you're vaccinated, you're likely more concerned about COVID, and therefore you're still likely abiding by social distancing. You're probably not going to large gatherings, and you're certainly not getting on a cruise. Mm -hmm. Right, so the most likely customers would be those who are not concerned about COVID and thusly not vaccinated. I will say there is one tiny hitch in that argument. Okay. And that is me. I'm not done. Okay. No, that, that is me. Right. Because right. I, I am both vaccinated. Mm -hmm. 
worried for COVID with right. with the new you know Della variant and everything, mm-hmm. and I am getting on that cruise ship. Hey, that's fine. But I meant there's a higher proportion of people who are vaccinated but aren't going to do what you're doing. That's and true. So it's decreasing the customers there. Um, on the other hand, let me make sure I didn't Sorry. miss anything here. Okay, I don't think I did. On the other hand, by requiring vaccinations, Norwegian Cruise Line is preventing the need to pay for for and accommodate sick passengers. Um, likewise, they also oh, likewise they are also preventing a possible spread throughout the ship that could ruin the trip and cause significant brand damage via a media onslaught. And then I said, only time will tell which methodology was the most beneficial as yeah. each cruise line is opting for a different approach. Right. So either you increase your customer base or you cause irreparable harm to your brand because you've had a an outbreak on your ship and you know the mainstream media is going to come after you because everyone wants that headline. What happened to the ship? They had a massive outbreak. Mm-hmm fantastic i'm gonna i'm gonna watch not fantastic for the passengers but it makes a great headline yeah for sure for sure plus they have to accommodate for all of those passengers and and whatnot well and i know the other cruise lines are they are now requiring that trip insurance instead of it just being recommended because Mm -hmm. in the past you could you know go on a cruise without any sort of trip insurance if you got sick if you you know had to fly back into the country nothing's Mm -hmm. covered um, but now they are requiring that um, either to be purchased through them or through an outside agency. I think that's good because what that would do would mean that if you do get sick, then uh, Norwegian Cruise Lines, for example, would not have to pay for your expenses. And that's actually what my conclusion was. I said uh, perhaps the best approach is to allow passengers on board, regardless of vaccination status, but to institute a travel at your own risk policy, whereby if you fall ill with COVID, you're required to quarantine on the ship or pay for your own travel expenses home. This way they can increase sales while decreasing expenses in the event passengers fall ill. And then I said, as for the media, they should just ignore them. So, that that's my take on it yeah i'm i don't know i'm very divided like i'm very split on the whole vaccine passport thing Mm -hmm. on the one hand like would it make me feel safer going on the cruise absolutely could we potentially not have to continue wearing masks uh indoors like Mm -hmm. they're currently requiring oh my gym is making us do it again yeah it's absurd and i i knew like in my heart when when the cruises started back up again, that that was probably going to be the thing just because they are such close quarters by nature. Right. Um, even before Delta and everything happened, but. And it's not fun because you're going on a cruise to meet a pretty face. <laughs> and now that pretty face is hidden behind a mask. I mean, maybe you're going to meet a pretty face. Huh? I'm going to lay in the sun oh, okay. and stare at the water, which I can still do without a mask on the uh, you know, uh, out in, in the outdoor areas. So if a David Hasselhoff like fella came up, you wouldn't care at all. Is that who the girls like these days? I have no idea. Sure, I'm David. So David Hasselhoff. I'm um, 28, but I'm so outdated. So here's the thing: if he's coming up to me in the line for the buffet, mm-hmm. my only response is going to be get out of the way of my crab legs. If he's coming up to me on you know on the deck, mm-hmm. my mask will be off. And like, I don't know. You might not be allowed to do that. No, it's only required in indoor areas oh, for really? now. Oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. so that's much better. Yeah, so like I said, just get out of the way of my crab legs. I don't care. So, 
but on the other hand, like I, I know there's been a lot of arguments against the vaccine passports and they're, mm-hmm. they're valid. They're, they're very valid. Like not everybody wants to get it. Not like where, where does that people are always screaming about like their rights and stuff, but right. like, didn't we do the same thing with a lot of other groups like mandate that they show proof of x y and z and didn't it like historically not work out for us very well and yeah but then the other argument would be well we mandate vaccines for like going to public school and and, and whatnot and we're not taking a side no this. no we're just i presenting mean to the two different sides of the argument because i mean personally absolutely like i think everyone should get the vaccine if you medically can mm-hmm. and i think that you know, we should make it a requirement. But I also acknowledge that is, is that the best situation in, in mm-hmm. this case? Like, is that the best decision? I don't know. I'm not the one to make that determination. I'm vaccinated. That was my personal choice. So right. I, I can't make the decision for other people. So. And I, yeah, I, I think that's what people are most upset about. They don't want someone else to make the decision for them. And I think, honestly, I, I think it's so incredibly, horribly handled. So I think if you had less talk about we're going to do this to you, like we're going to mandate it, I think you're going to have more people get it. Because the more you tell something to someone to do something, Absolutely. the less they're going to want to do it. 100% me. Es- mm-hmm. Especially if you say, well, we're going to force you to do it. Well, it's like, no, no F you. No, not. I'm definitely not going to do it. Even if maybe they wanted to do it in the first place. Yeah. Now they're like, well, now I'm definitely not doing it. Yeah. Well, it's like our, our mutual friend um, who's currently pregnant. And she was kind of on the fence on whether she wanted to get it or wait till the baby's born in a mm-hmm. month or so. And she she has actually finally decided she's going to get it. Mm-hmm. But that came after months of mm-hmm. talking with her doctor, right. talking with her family, like hearing other people's experiences, asking everybody that mm-hmm. she knew. And I mean, it was a very personal choice, primarily because she was pregnant, right. and, but also just for her, her own self. So, And you should always talk to your doctor. And it's it, that, that's the thing. It should be a personal decision as well, a personal decision uh, that you discuss with your doctor. And I think maybe that plays into why mandates might be a bad thing because it's saying, well, you have to get it regardless of maybe, well, obviously there would be like little caveats. If you yeah. have X, Y, Z, you clearly can't get it. But Yeah. But then I also have to wonder like how bad would this have gotten again if we had reached that like 75% vaccination status? Would we have gotten to the point that we're at again? So, like, where does public safety, public health mm-hmm. stop and personal choice, personal right start? Right. Or vice versa. And I feel like that's been, for a year and a half, I feel like mm-hmm. that's been what we've been battling. I think, hmm. yeah, I, I think the biggest battle is just with, I, I think we've been completely failed by our CDC or by our quote-unquote health professionals I don't think anyone has I don't know it it seems like no one has a definitive idea of what we're supposed to do and they flip-flop even at the highest levels they flip-flop every week or every month right we even talked about in one of the videos Mm -hmm. like are, are people still wiping down cardboard boxes oh yeah like that came out in April of 2020 only once they hardly did any follow-ups. Um, but are we still wiping down packages? Does yeah. anyone know? Why are we still doing the face shields? 
they mentioned one the time. The face shields drive me crazy. Right. They mentioned one time that it could be passed through the eyes. No one ever did any follow-ups. Yeah. Yeah. And we're still doing the face shields. Required required to have, like, goggles and stuff if you're in a clinical area of a hospital. Right. And My point is, after 18 months, the fact that we don't have definitive answers. Like, we have answers, right? Yeah. But they flop, flip-flop all the time. And most people are not in agreement with what those definitive answers are, even if you get them. That's a problem. Like, when the CDC came out, like, everyone last year said, oh, trust the CDC. And then the CDC said, well, you don't have to wear masks anymore. And then people were like, well, I'm not trusting the CDC now. <laughs> I'm like, still going to wear my mask. Right. Like, no one has a solid consensus on what's going on. Yeah. And I think that's a failure of communication from healthcare professionals or, or the, I don't know, the, the more educated minds. or who, Those who are supposed to be the more educated minds yeah. on the matter. Yeah. So. You think we're banned yet? Probably. Um, all this to say, I really want to go on my cruise in right. March. I really want to spend my birthday in Mexico. So, like, you know. What part of Mexico? Uh, can is it Cancun? Um, I don't. Actually my cousin remember. just came from Cancun. I don't think it's pretty Cancun. sure. It is. It is somewhere. Somewhere in Mexico. Well, he had a great time. If it was Cancun and you can't make it to Cancun. I just know that we're going to this all-inclusive resort with all you can eat and all mm -hmm. you can drink all day and have to make it back on the boat. Well, cross your fingers. <laughs> but we have this other article. Should we read it? Uh, yeah, this one goes into, like, the, I guess, the earnings report mm -hmm. of um, Norwegian Cruise Line, and they're apparently posting mixed results on on their earnings i remember um when i wrote that paper maybe i have it here um right so carnival cruise okay so i wrote about carnival cruise oh and norwegian cruise well carnival cruise they raised 11.5 billion dollars last year in order to stay in business so like through investors and whatnot so that's how they stayed afloat yeah um, but the fact that they really haven't started up I mean, without reading this, maybe that's why it's mixed, because they raised so much capital, but now, I mean, they're not sailing or doing mm -hmm. as much business as they thought they would. Yeah. But this is from, what, CNBC. So, Norwegian Cruise Line reported mixed second quarter results on Friday, as future bookings remain strong ahead of its first cruise in the U.S. since last year. On Saturday, the Norwegian Encore will sail from Seattle to Alaska. The cruise operator said it plans to have 40% of its fleet capacity up and running by the end of the third quarter and 75% by the end of the year. That's interesting. I wonder if that's because maybe they can't staff all of it. It's possible. Because I can't imagine that there's, I don't know, there's something wrong with the ship and they have to fix them. Maybe it's just a staffing issue or, mm -hmm. or maybe um, they don't have a strong enough customer base to get 75 or 100 percent that or they're just not i don't know that's a that's a lot of people to manage right. while we're still in the grips of everything going on so and all of those i mean all of those people were were hospitality management people mm -hmm. chefs and, and and performers and whatnot they had to have gone on to do different things oh yeah absolutely um and I bet they're even afraid to come back onto the ships as well. Mm -hmm. The company plans to resume at full capacity by April 1st. That is a bad date to, to resume at. Yeah. 
it will be requiring all passengers to be vaccinated across its three brands. We are ready and eager to welcome guests back on board and continue to see incredible strengths in our booking trends for future cruises. Shares of the company were up 2.94% on Friday, closing at 24.89. Here's how the company did for its second quarter, ending June 30th compared to what analysts surveyed. Um, they had $1.93 loss per share and $437 million uh, versus $10 million mm. expected in revenue. I think that's four point. Million. Oh, 4.37 million. Yeah, you made me do the numbers. I did, made yes. Made me do the numbers one. <laughs> uh, for the second quarter, the company reported a net loss of $717.8 million, oh, or $1.94 per share, compared with a loss of $715.2 million, or $2.99 per share a year earlier. So they lost pretty much the same amount each year. Which I guess that cost is related to, you know, maintaining the ships and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Excluding items, the company lost one, uh, $1.93 per share, which was narrow, a narrower loss than the $1.97 per share loss expected by analysts. I feel like this is just analysts. repeating the above numbers. I really think it is. Yeah. Um, oh, it is. It is. It, it's just anyway, elaborating. Anyway, not doing it. too hot. No. No. As the end of the second quarter, the cruise operator had operator had 1.4 billion worth of advanced ticket sales 800 million of which from future cruise credits as it prepared to return to service the company had a monthly average cash burn of 200 million during the quarter higher than the previous quarter's rate and prior guidance of 190 million the company expects its monthly cash burn rate in the third quarter to be 285 million, not taking into account cash flow from new and existing bookings. The company said it expects to report a net loss in the third quarter and beyond until it is able to resume regular voyages. As a result, as a result, as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, the company cannot estimate the impact of its business financial condition or near or longer term financial or operational results with certainty, Norwegian Cruise Line said in its release. Shares of Norwegian Cruise Line have fallen nearly 5% this year as the cruise industry remained shut down due to COVID-19. At the height of the pandemic, there were several high-profile outbreaks aboard the ship that prompted the Centers, uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to impose harsh restrictions on cruise operators. Yes, we know. Earlier this year, as vaccinations provided hope of an industry rebound, cruise stocks were rising, but the spread of the highly contagious Delta variant in recent weeks has reversed the stock's trend. Last month, Norwegian Cruise Line filed a lawsuit against the Florida Surgeon General to put an end to the state's law-barring business, law-barring businesses from being able to require customers to show proof of vaccination. Uh, in the court filings, the company said it would like to require guests to show proof of vaccination on the, all cruises, which we know. The company's first plan, uh, right, they're going to, uh, their first 100%, what, the company's first plan sailing from Florida is on August 15th, which Norwegian said will be a 100% vaccinated cruise. Maybe a few $5,000 is yeah. in the hole. The company has been unable to reach a mutually agreed solution. I have one. 
if they're if they wonder if, if they want to know uh, with the state of Florida that would allow it to require documentation confirming guests vaccination status prior to boarding cruises from Florida. The company hopes to receive additional clarity uh, shortly on its path forward to resume sailing from Florida. I don't think anyone is surprised that Norwegian Cruise is not, or any cruise line, is really not doing too hot. Yeah. I mean, they haven't been doing any business for 18 months no. at least. No. Didn't I see an article, um, what, Spirit Airlines is, like, canceling flights? Oh, people are canceling flights all around. I've heard of so many, like, canceled flights here in Orlando. Is that because of COVID? I've honestly i haven't looked into it i'm just looking at a few headlines we're not going to read them no but spirit airlines from usa today thousands canceled passengers stranded uh from the tribune review nick spirit flights could tax airlines reputation reliance out of arnold palmer regional airport uh oh and from fox los angeles woman stranded in chicago after spirit airlines cancellations Um, from their Twitter, it says that they're experiencing operational challenges. Mm. Um, I don't know how much of that. Sh- I don't know anything about it. But I will say is if it is operational challenges, and that means they have to get rid of the old planes that we've been using for the last 50 years and get new planes, I am all for it. This is one of my rants. I am so sick of these crappy planes <laughs> with the abysmal seats and the there's not enough room and... I mean, really, they've well, been flying for like 50, 60 years. But you know new planes are only going to get you more squished in like a sardine can, right? Yeah, but maybe they're a little bit more cozy. Maybe they have Wi-Fi. Why that's still not a thing on a plane, I planes have no idea. Planes have Wi-Fi. But for your phone, right? You can't text. You can't scroll through Facebook on your phone. Oh, you can? Yeah. Maybe I just I yeah, just don't take... Yeah, you're, you're just not with the times. Planes have Wi-Fi. They have Wi-Fi. I mean, uh, probably. I mean... It is an additional fee. Okay. So well, I'm maybe not paying for that. It, well, yeah. I mean, there free you go. Wi-Fi. Why does it have to be free Wi-Fi? It's a luxury. You're in the sky. My argument. We had to talk about this for class. My argument is that there is no airline that provides low cost, high quality. There is high cost, high uh, high cost, low quality American Airlines. Let's be real. It's not good quality. And then there's low cost, low quality being Frontier. There is no airline that is doing low cost. High quality. High quality is simply allowing you to use your phone for free on the airline. They don't have to do anything else. They get rid of the seats and put hammocks. I don't think a hammock on an airplane would be. (laughs) But it wouldn't be safe. But my point is they could get rid of everything else. And as long as someone has their phone that they can use, I don't think they'd care. For free. For free. For free. free. Do you know what I do on on an airplane? I read. Okay. I read two whole books on flights, like one going and one coming back. Whole books. I know. I fall asleep when I read, though. Oh, well. So I'll read, like, two pages, and then I'll, like, fall asleep, and then my, my well, head I will do that airplane thing airlines. where it just, like, slowly goes to the right, and then, like, a bump, and then slowly goes back to the right. There's another bump. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like that would be such a low-cost item that would improve the quality immensely on these flights. Well, what about on cruise ships? You have to pay an additional fee to get it on cruise ships. Okay, I agree. They should be providing that for free. Just saying. I don't know. I, maybe it's not feasible. 
I haven't looked I into it. I just don't think it is. I'm just saying that should just be a basic amenity that is like hooked into these things. I guess that's true. It doesn't true. seem that complicated. <laughs> I don't know. We've digressed a tad. We have. Well, you've digressed we into that. my hatred of flying. Oh, or, I'm, or you digressed into your hatred of flying. My hatred of transportation. Yeah. So yeah, Elon you'd... Musk, please, for the love of God, get that Hyperloop up and running. So. 30 minutes to Los Angeles from here. Fantastic idea. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be fine. Um, so, I don't know. You can't take our financial advice. Um, but with everything that's going on, I don't know. I would not invest in Norwegian. <laughs> Personally. That's not my advice to you. That's me. Like, listen. I, I, I just want to go on my cruise. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm not here for, for stocks or anything. Um, I just thought... Like, bringing the other article into it would, I, I wonder, and I will be excited to see, like, how their stocks and everything do mm-hmm. with them implementing the COVID or the vaccine passport. Right. I think it'll probably make a difference, like, in comparison to the stocks of the other. Right, and, because and if the they're revenue the only the ones, other. Mm-hmm. right, so they're at a competitive disadvantage with the other companies. Yeah, kind of like you mentioned in, in mm-hmm. your, your thing that you did for class, so I... I'm excited. No, I completely think that cruise lines will bounce back, just like AMC and all these other like movies and everything mm-hmm. that we used to do. Everyone says, oh, the times have changed. It's been 18 months, and people have been locked in their houses. They're going to love getting back out there. Yeah, I, I, like, I want to go bowling, mm-hmm. and I want to go to a movie theater. I've enjoyed right. Disney Plus releasing everything because um, it is cheaper mm-hmm. for my family, but I want to go to a movie theater. Yeah, you want to go outside. I want to go places. So. I mean, I've been to the movies like many times already. I don't know what's stopping you, but just that it's cheaper because oh, yeah, my like we have four to five people mm-hmm. who are watching a movie in our family. So if we buy it on Disney Plus for thirty dollars or right. HBO Max or whatever, it's way cheaper than just taking all of us to the movies. That's so. true. We we did go to Applebee's today, me and my grandmother, just to get a free ticket for the movie. Yeah. See, so. we literally already have access to Jungle Cruise. I can probably watch it when I get home. Applebee's, if you'd like to sponsor us, um, keep in mind that we already know about your promotion. We do, yes. And we do love your chicken tenders. We can hawk it all day long. We can um, hawk anything, guys. Like, that's um, where we're at. But Or Norwegian. Or Norwegian, yes. I, um, listen, I could talk this to death just about how much I want to go to Mexico, so mm-hmm. we should probably stop before so, i keep going like and subscribe uh, click the bell to make sure you're getting notifications every time we post don't forget to comment down below tell us how much you hate us how much we're wrong what i should drink when i get to mexico yes of course everyone's favorite the margarita yeah so anyway um we'll see you guys next time see you later